What that Hennessy be like though? <laughs> when that iron love, you might have needed some. <laughs> Did you need some? That Hennessy is night night. You, you want to hear some snores on you? You been drinking since you been home, Z? Um, I plead the fifth. You been drinking every day, ain't you? <laughs> yes, ain't Listen. nothing like not having a job. Listen. Oh, I ain't got to get up. <laughs> I ain't got nowhere to go. And they're twisted on a Tuesday. And it's Literally <laughs> twisted on twisted. a Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Stay Tuned Podcast. Uh, season four, episode one. Hi. Hey. I am your host, Veronica. What's up? I have my girl, Tierra, with me. Hi. Aziza, what up, boo? Hey, fans. And we have a special guest for season four miss brooke or brooke brooke as i like to call her hey girl hey what's up (laughs) can you tell us a little smidget about yourself brooke i'm sorry miss brooke and i'm an alien okay you like long walks on the beach Okay, so now we are uh, 800. 1 800 sex me. One eight, not 1 800 sex me. So freaking stupid. Oh no, You're Everybody, yes. what's going on? My name is Brooke, and I'm really excited to be here. Um, what can I say about myself? You know, you're a bomb girl. You're a little fashionista. You're my little work. My little curls popping. Yeah, girls like popping right now. You know, natural hair is in, y'all. Mm. If your curls ain't popping, you know, that's okay, but mine are. So we, you know. <laughs> Mine. That's right. <laughs> they popping right. for everybody whose you curls is not popping. I'm right. here for you. I'm shining for y'all. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate it. Season four is going to be great. Let's go ahead and hop into these trending topics. Social media has been off the chain as of late. And I was looking in the news. It looks like Sarah Jessica Parker had to clap back at the National Enquirer and she will always be Carrie Bradshaw to me y'all and her boo but not big her actual real life boo yes yes they were in London and they were it was their anniversary it's their 22nd year of marriage shout out to them and the National Enquirer was lying saying that they was in the middle of the streets in, in London fighting and they weren't so she took this post and she goes in on her social media like um actually let me tell you what really happened so she read them and so many of her friends and and fans were like somebody finally said something to them because they're getting out of hand our um absolutely carpool karaoke star the host james gordon oh yeah he had a situation a fan tweets after his show that he hopes that his son gets cancer james joked donald trump would torch the economy in this trade war with china the way thrones queen danaries torched the city of king's landing shout out to all my game of thrones hey and so of course you had to be a game of thrones fan to even know what that meant but um the fan tweets it was a bad joke and i hope your son gets cancer that was a little extreme very extreme so he james is postal polite when he says you know that is without a question the single most upsetting thing that i could that you could ever say about me or my family like you need to take a moment and think about what it is that you said and you know check back in with me and so twitter shut his account down dude can't even tweet anymore so boom Oh, the the guy who actually made the comment the guy who made the comment they shut his twitter account down as they should have because Absolutely. that was that was ridiculous. Very Warren extreme. had nothing 
to do with the other. Not at all. Like, if you were going to attack anyone, you could attack him and himself. He didn't personally say anything to you. Everybody talks about Donald Trump. Exactly. He's he's fair game. If he wasn't such a bumbling idiot, nobody would have anything to say. That uh, that was just excessive. Now, what's going on with this whole abortion situation? So, right now, Republicans are actually trying to, as they always do, mess things up. And they are banning abortions in certain states and right now they have eight states that are already decided to ban abortions the following states and you're not banning them completely as much as they have different stipulations so a perfect example is georgia georgia has certain stipulations but one is that the the fetus shouldn't have a heartbeat and then i believe it was arkansas or alabama where there's an eight week window where you can get it but they're not following the law itself so the states that have decided to ban abortions are missouri alabama ohio georgia kentucky mississippi Mm. wow arkansas so in those states you wouldn't be able to you can, but technically you can't get abortions there. It all depends on the situation. But I think it's crazy because a perfect example is there's an 11-year-old in Ohio right now who was raped by a 26-year-old man, and under the new law, she can't get an abortion. So why would you why would you put a child in that situation? Now she's stuck with this baby, and she's only 11. She's a baby. But it really just boils down to the fact that you have people that don't bear children, um, you know, trying to get us to control our do what we do with our bodies. Basically, mm-hmm. you're trying to tell a female what she needs to do with her body when it's really not your choice because you've never you've never pushed a child out of a womb. Mm. That's true. You don't know what it takes to create form. You know, you don't know what it takes to birth a baby. That's a lot of stress on an eleven-year-old. I would never want to put a child through something like that, especially when it's traumatic. It's very traumatic, and it wasn't her option to be pregnant. And on top of that, she's not going to know how to raise somebody else is going to be raising that child for her. No, and a lot of the people who are deciding to change the laws, ninety percent of them are men, which and and Republican men, and some some do speculate, and I don't know if I don't know if it's true, but they're saying that. Because of the fact that the abortion rate is so high with actually with white women that Republicans are concerned that they are becoming the this is part of the reason they are becoming the minority and um, listening to Charlemagne God um, today in 2045, they will actually be the minority and Spanish will actually be the majority. Even right now, they for the United States White women getting abortions is 49%. Wow. African Americans are only 40%. And then other races are only 11% out of 100%. Wow. So I think they're just worried about that. So if they start doing this and... Because I don't think they care if we're getting abortions or any other races. I think they're just trying to control that particular group. Because the states that did pass this law are all Republican mm-hmm. states. So to me, basically, um, what I'm hearing as well is that it will really affect those with low income or medium income. I mean, because think about it. If you're a a politician and you get yourself caught up in some type of scandal and you want someone to terminate a pregnancy, I'm sure they will make a way whether it's legal or not. Right. Um, so it, it's really going to be a struggle for those who, you know, are already having a hard time getting by now. And the thing that really bothers me is those that are so pro-life. Um, you don't hear about them 
you know, adopting children or taking in foster children. That's because it's expensive. It's very expensive. Mm -hmm. But I'm just, I'm like pro-life, but I'm not going to tell you what you need to do with your body. Correct. Correct. So I just don't understand. Like my post said the other day, all these Republicans, it's good for you until your mistress gets pregnant. Exactly. So. And and pro-life is such a loose term to me. And the only reason I say that is because you can't truly define yourself as a pro-lifer if you make a mother who is dying or could possibly die choose her baby because abortion is illegal yeah at that point you're not for nobody's life i mean but you you need to listen to okay they've been posting some of the stuff that these um representatives have have said sorry Oh. I had my microphone on mute the whole time. So yeah, <laughs> nope. That's hilarious. I mean, I mean the whole entire show. So if you didn't really hear me and you heard me through someone else's microphone, I'm still learning how to be a producer like, Tim- <laughs> like Timberland and Gozy. No, but legit, like some of them have said some of the craziest. Tom Atkins, that he's a Republican um, congressman from Missouri. If it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to shut that thing down. What? Yeah, so I'm somebody needs to take the microphone away from him. Legitimate rape. I mean, can I, I can Clayton Williams, Republican from Texas. Sure. Rape is kind of like the weather. It is inevitable. Relax and enjoy it. And you know why they feel that wow. way? You know why women. they feel that way? I was going to say yes, but at the same time... <sighs> As someone who is a rape advocate, a rape victim, I, it's so many women who lie about it. You've tainted it for the, for the real victims out here. And so when there's a real sheep crying for help, the wolf is like, are you good girl? No, but it's not just men. So Jody Longberg, she's a Republican from Texas. I don't even think you have to be a Republican. I think it's a lot of people who just don't believe that people out here getting raped. They really do. Listen to this. In the emergency room, they have what's called a rape kit where women can get cleaned out. Have you? I need somebody to talk to her. Like, I don't even know why you would make a comment. Why did you repeat that on my show? (laughs) I mean, last time I told, last time I checked. It's not so you can get cleaned out. It's definitely. It sounds like a douche. Ma'am, you need to drink some vinegar. Really? Or or shoot some up in there, okay? Or what is that new potty thing that you can sit on? The bidet? There you No, no, no. You can get your joint steamed. Oh, the the yoni. That's a yoni steam. There you go. She said yoni steam it. (laughs) Somebody needs to punch her clean her face. She need a yoni yoni steam. That part. I think that they shouldn't speak on anything. Again, I I feel like it's it should be a woman's choice. Is it's our body? Right. On top of honest, let's let's really truly be honest. Yeah. So now I'm pregnant, but I'm pregnant by somebody who doesn't want children. He don't want kids. It ain't even about me. He don't want a child at all. I always. It was funny at the time. This was years ago. I was listening to a radio show and this man had 47 children by a bunch of different women. Was he a Mormon? No, he just didn't know how to not use a condom. Now, with that being said. Were you watching Maury? No, I was not watching Maury. I was actually listening to a radio station and it was on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And he was actually trying to get out of paying child support because he said, I have too many children and I paid for her to get an abortion. 
and she decided to take the money and to not get an abortion. So what do you do in is a situation that, like that? Was that one out of the other? Like, what about the other 46 children? That's the thing. He, <laughs> so he already one, had 46 children. So, okay. So let's just touch on that for a little bit. Because <laughs> somebody on my timeline posted that um, instead of getting abortions, we should just stop becoming pregnant unnecessarily. And I was like, so wait, it's the female's fault that yeah, we're getting the- pregnant? So... so <sighs> people just like first of all okay it takes two people to make a baby it does it does it does i did not do look believe me if i was asexual we would be having this conversation very much and i hate you imagine raping yourself i mean or how did you the first person to say girl i just don't like how the condom feel do you want to be a daddy i guess when you speak with animals you rape yourself actually actually it's not just guys i'm gonna take up for the guys this time it's not just guys that are out here saying hey you feel good without it usher got a whole song about it okay where she like oh you can just take it off i promise that's safe what that's what it's made for okay so it's females too i will say this and now you got the clap because i've seen abortions take place from all spectrums okay right. everybody's experience is different. Totally different you've heard about the women who get raped are you really going to tell a woman who's been violated oh you should have this baby that baby was not made out of love you have women who can't even look at a love child made outside of their family unit but you trying to tell me that you're going to make somebody love a child that Ooh. was conceived out of hate brutally 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 raped brutally mm-hmm. no and possibly if it was Let's just go back 50 years. A lot of times it was a family member. Yes. It was a family friend. Yes. Um, and now you have these uh, these tainted relationships with the parent and the child because that parent is still resentful and dealing Correct. with a lot of things that they haven't worked out, a lot of trauma. Now you're talking about mental health. Yeah, broken relationships. Now you're talking about mental health. But, I mean, then you think about the situation where, like you said, he doesn't want children and maybe you did get pregnant or you just you think about those people who use abortions as a method of birth control. It's not a method of birth control, boo. Mm-hmm. It's not. Which is a sad point. It's That's very harmful to your body. Have a point. Right. You have a woman. We're giving them the ammo with those women. Right. You have those women who you're literally just going out here and you. Like you said, you just use it as birth control. Right. Oh, I'm pregnant. Let me go. This is like your sixth abortion Correct. this year. Now, now we had to have. And we're paying for it. Now we have to have another conversation. That's another conversation. But yeah. for those women who you're really in those you know, in those desperate situations, it happened. Maybe you've had one. And, you know, it's a traumatic experience on its own. You trying to tell me that you got to be freaking taunted or harassed on your way up there. You know, you're not paying for this out of your pocket. It doesn't affect you either way. Mm-hmm. It's just a sad situation. And it's a very touchy it situation. Is. It, it triggers is. A lot of, it triggers a lot of women that have gone through traumatic situations that are in situations um, possibly where maybe both of the persons don't want a baby. And right. I can't terminate a pregnancy and will have to care for a child I don't desire because Correct. you feel like... I shouldn't take that life. Right. That's, really not That's not fair. Again, it's, it's down to the dollar. I don't know if anybody thought about this, but I literally just thought about it sitting here while I'm watching a lot of these congressional meetings and people talking because everybody know I like to watch politics. Mm-hmm. You need to listen to how they're allocating the money. Right. That and part. There's money put aside for these procedures, especially in poor communities. So if you banned it in certain states, you can actually allocate that money to something else. It doesn't have to go there. Just like they've been reallocating 
money for um which special is so Olympics. sad special olympics they took it away mm-hmm. and they're allocating it to other places because they feel to restructuring buildings and things of that nature and it's like you could have got that money from somewhere else you didn't need to take it from education but that's what they're doing well we know where they're trying to restructure or they're trying to put that money towards but that's a subject for another time mm. yes we're not gonna talk about that so are you guys offended by what aisha curry said not mm. at all well what did she say though what did she say so aisha curry and all of the Curry women, mm-hmm. actually, her, um, um, Steph Curry's sister, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sister, well, she's engaged to mm-hmm. the other brother. I think mm-hmm. his name is Seth. Right. Um, the mother. Right. And joined Jada, her mom, and Willow and for a Red Table Talk. About a good 28 minutes mm-hmm. worth of conversation in regards to insecurities, groupies, um, I mean, relationships dealing with, because technically all of them deal with uh, men that are in the NBA or in shout out to the real basketball wives. Okay. That should that's what it should have been called. Oh my goodness, the real basketball the real, wives, real basketball not the real wives. basketball stalkers and baby mothers. Okay. <laughs> or wishing, I wish I was married to right uh, an NBA player. But anyway, they were having a discussion, and so Aisha Curry took the time to point out that uh, you know Steph is very friendly. Mm-hmm. So. When he's out, she's like, a lot of women come to talk to him. You know, he's not really paying attention to the fact that they're being, you know, pushing up on him. Mm -hmm. And then she says sometimes he forgets to even introduce her to an extent. Right, right. Which bothers her. Mm -hmm. But then she took the time out to say, well, you know, um, I don't get approached like that anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't get noticed. It would just be nice to know that. You know, I'm still a, I'm still nice. I'm still mm-hmm. a catch that I'm still pretty. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have to think about it. She just had another baby. Mm-hmm. This is child number three. Right. So, Lord, why did she say that? Listen, it spread like wildfire. It was like literally it somebody lit a match. Nobody listened to the entire interview. Nobody. They took that little yeah. snippet and, and didn't listen ran. to the rest of the interview. None of it. They, they didn't. They didn't listen to his mother. I mean, because if you want to nitpick, you can nitpick things that his mother said. His mother was like, "Listen, me and his dad have been together for thirty something years. Mm-hmm. I've been through it all." Yeah. Okay, she was like, "I was there with the groupies, and we was in the middle of the club." But she said, "I like when other women come up to my man. I like the attention because it's like, dang, I know my you know man fine." My man got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see him. Yeah, I see him too. That's why I got him. And she said, "If it was a problem, I roll up over there. Mm-hmm. I check it." She's but she said, I went through the same thing. She said, you go through different stages in your relationship. At first, it's like you're all in love. Then you have children. It's like, oh, I'm we here for the kids. Them. Nobody mm-hmm. said that about, nobody said nothing about her. Mm-mm. Oh, we just here for the kids. Then you're like, oh, we really got to stay together because we got a whole family. Yep. Then you're like, dang, you look at him and he don't look the same way he looked when you first marry him. So she's like, listen, she she I got desires. About herself. Yes. And then she said her kids, now they're grown and they're out. And now it's like, I have to fall back in love with this person that I haven't really paid attention to right. so long because our focuses were on careers, right. raising the family, making yep. sure that the kids, you know, are set when they go out on their right. own. And I mean, they touched on everything yes they touched on colorism and racism they didn't talk nothing about that they didn't say nothing nothing about how this black woman is like because they're like oh you look white and she's like i may look like a white woman but i'm a black woman Mm -hmm. and i i knew that i was a black woman when i was standing in virginia with the ku klux klan walking up like you know what i'm saying n word there you go Mm -hmm. and so i mean all these different things you could have touched on that were positive and they did not I mean, showcase that at Steph all. Curry's wife, um, Steph Curry's, I'm sorry, 
his fiance. Mm-hmm. I talked about how they burned their family house down when they were on vacation. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. There's so many things that you could have discussed, but you discussed Aisha Curry's 60 second topic about her insecurities and what really trips me out about those that attacked her. Is that when you log on to Facebook or wherever and you look down your timeline, your insecurities show through your post. Listen, every exactly. day. Every day. Every day. So how can we tell, you know, celebrities, entertainers, those that have a very public platform to keep it 100? Mm-hmm. And then when they do, you directly attack them as soon as they say something real. Friend or a foe. Um, we've touched on this before. Season one, we kind of talked about um, toxic relationships and how to know whether or not a friend is really, truly your friend. And uh, I. I think we need to dive back into this because it's a lot of fake friends. You know, it's a lot of people calling friends that are really not their friends, their friends. And I don't think that people really understand what the true meaning of a real friend is. Um, I think people use time to a friendship is like a relationship. And mm-hmm. just because you've had like, you've known a person for over 30 years, you right. Like mm-hmm. I've known you for over 30 years, but for 30 years, that don't mean you've been my friend the whole time. Right. You could have been my friend for a good 10 solid. Right. These last 20, though, you just been using them 10 years to keep <laughs> sucking me in to your nonsense. Right. So it's like, when do I wake up? Because you want to keep using us being friends in the baby pool. But for the last 20 years, you've been treating me like crap. Very true. So we're not actually friends. We acquaintances. And if I see you on the street, it's no hard feelings. But do, would I classify you as a friend? No. Right. Right. Um, I think it's I think it's difficult for people, like you said, because of time. I think it's also, um, you know, people have soft spots. It's 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 just kind of like you're like a job. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're you're stuck at that job. You're stagnant at that job and you get complacent. It's like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, leave that because I already know what to expect from that job. And I feel like people treat that they have that same type of mindset when it comes to their friendships. Um you know, people are supposed to evolve and grow with you. Sometimes you go, you know, different ways and that's cool. You're still supposed to respect and love your friend, you know, through and through the core of it. You should still be able to relate to each other. Cause it's different if your friend changes their life entirely and maybe you guys just don't have anything in common, mm-hmm. you know, but if you just holding on just to hold on, just to say, cause you know, Keisha, you always knew Keisha, you know what I'm saying? But Keisha done moved to Texas and she got two kids and you ain't seen Keisha since y'all was 15. And you haven't been trying to visit Keisha or nothing. Nothing. But girl, remember when we had jumped that girl in like the sixth grade? I, I mean, never you forget. You know, I pulled her hand. But I never forget. We gonna be friends for life. Crazy. Okay, no. We're 40 now. But the things that your friends at that time were into or they like can be completely different from Absolutely. what you're into now. And if Keisha moved and she got kids right. and you are still single, uh, still in mess, mm-hmm. still in drama. Mm-hmm. Y'all just not on the same way. Yeah, you might not be. Or Keisha yeah. might got two kids, and Keisha might have all the drama around her. Yeah. You single, and you living your best peaceful, positive you life. Exactly. You namaste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and namaste away from all of exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. I think it just depends, you know, on um you yourself and what you attract, and you know what what whatever your vibe is, but. I think that people really have a struggle with that. And I've had those conversations like, you know, it really ain't your friend. Right. And they'd be like, 
you know she be you know talking about you when you walk away exactly so so with that being said when it comes to introducing new people into your life maybe get new friends because a lot of we were talking about that earlier no new friends but is that necessarily true because sometimes you'll pick up a new friend and a new friend will be way better than your old one right i think that you should be open to that i learned a long time ago there's a girl at my there's a girl i used to work with and um we're still um associates to this day but we work together and I said that to her one time. This was years ago. This is like when me and Charles first started dating. This is eight years ago. She, I was like, mm-mm, because you know, I don't do a whole bunch of females. I had picked that up from my best friend. And she was like, what you mean? We black women, we should we should be supporting each other and loving and uplifting each other. I was like, dang, girl, you right. You right, girl. Mm, women power. I mean, and you know, really for me, and I can only speak on my experience, you know me. I pick up people. And I, I always do. I always do. It's just something. It's always, it's inevitable. Even when I say, what did I say to you? When I get to this new job, I ain't bringing nobody new, bro. I ain't making no new friends, bro. I ain't doing it. I'm going to my desk. I'm doing my work. Everybody, you the people person, though. Like, I'm just a people person. I just attract people. Yeah. It's like a, okay. Yeah. 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 Tierra. too, though, whenever I go to a new job, because I feel like, um, when you get tied up in circles, you get caught in a lot of drama. But I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. People just, I can't help it. Yeah, you can't I help that you bubbly, you bubbly, be, and that you're yeah, loving. Yeah, I want my environment to be positive and happy. Absolutely. No, I mean, think about it. You had a job nine hours a day. Yeah, a you should. Yeah, to be around people. But I think you yeah, should know yeah. the difference in between a friend and an associate, yes, though. Absolutely. And keep them over there in that associate box. Yes. But right. it is true. They always say, like, your job, people at your job will become your second family because mm-hmm. there's 24 hours in the day. And technically seven of them, you're supposed to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you got another 17. And you're going to be nine times out of ten at your job. And you're, you're spending how much time commuting to yeah. from your job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people spend between, most people spend between eight to 12 hours just at work. Just right. At work. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, you we know? do. And we that's do. the majority. Of, and some people actually sleep for 10 hours. So you think about it. A 24-hour day, you went to work for 12, you slept for 10, you got two hours commuting, eating, doing what you need to do. So those people do become your family. Right. They do. They do. They definitely become your family. How to know if your friend isn't really a friend? How do we know? How do we know? How do First you? First of all, I'm going to tell my friends whether I tell them behind their back or in their face the same story. So if I tell Z, like, Z. Callie getting on my nerves today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go tell Callie. She's I'm the getting same on way. my nerves. <laughs> I'm the same way. But I, what I've learned is I will tell you the same exact story, but I will tell it in a way that you're receptive to. Right. Mm-hmm. Because okay. everybody, constructive criticism or even honest feelings is not. Exactly. A, the same brutally honest conversation. Right. It's just going to be a little so bit tweaked. Is this more about being uh, a good friend or just being an honest, per- All honest of it. person? All of Both. it. It's, All of they it. Go together. You can't be a, works. Yeah. Technically, being an honest person does not necessarily make that person my friend. I'm just being honest with you because I'm an honest person. We're not friends, though. I'm just trying to tell you. No. Nah. Right. No. Nah. But if you are good. If, you if you're are, an honest person, you might not even be talking to people you're not friends with. That's right. true. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it, it goes hand in hand only for that reason. You're a good friend to the people that are your friends because you keep it 100 across the board. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no... If you support them or if you with them for something, they're going to know. It's going to be not no non-supportive. And it's always a way 
sometimes people who speak their mind come off of she's just always a negative Nancy about certain things. Or she things. know it all or, or whatever. Oh, she's a know it all. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to know who your friends are. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you know that person, okay, that's just how they are. And you're on an even kettle with that person. Right. It's fine. Okay, so question for the room. If you know your friend, right, and they're handling the situation the way they were handling a situation and not the way you were handling a situation, how would you handle that? And does that define them as not a good friend? I'm asking because I've seen situations like this where it's like one friend, they've been friends for years, and you got one friend who will handle a situation totally different than the other. Mm-hmm. And then you're accusing that person of not being a good friend. But that's that that friend. She's That person, he or she has always been like that. But because of this situation, you thought that they were going to be different. Why? Okay, so give me a scenario. Because, yeah. Okay. Um, boom. So, I'm turning 50. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm turning 50. I have invited everyone okay. to Hawaii with me. Okay. Now, I know my friends. From Gate, I know. They ain't got no money. Yeah, but. <laughs> I know my friends. Minute. But that's the thing. I know my friends. It's mm. six of them. Mm-hmm. It's three I know. No matter what. It don't matter what. I say, I could tell them that we going to the moon. Just tell me how much I got to pay, girl. We going. That's it. Right? My other three, they pretty iffy. Two of them, they going to get the money up. They probably going to be in a play- payment plan. But I got one friend. She just never got it. She never got it. Mm-hmm. Now I want her to go And she want to go She gonna talk all the cash money in the world Girl Cause I'm gonna put $2 to the side I got you I got you I got you Now It's coming closer to the trip Right And I've been asking you for this money You don't have the money But you never Have the money Right Is it fair for me To get an attitude Because the week of the trip She still don't got her money no, she, she still don't left. got her money Does that make her Any less of a friend Especially if she calls me a week before and say, you know what? I just couldn't come up with the money. Absolutely I not. I cannot go. Because you not. do have some people who, oh, she just a piece of ish. Da, 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 da. I don't even know why she ain't said it. Why should she have to say anything? She never has any money. To- I would say she's not a bad friend because you already knew the type of person she was. She's a procrastinator. You, you know what I'm saying? When you put this trip together, when you coordinated it, you mm-hmm. already knew the type of person she was. The thing that would make me angry as her friend is that you waited until a week before the trip to say you did not have the money mm-hmm. now say that this is something that is a group trip and your portion affects the cost of everyone else that's a problem yeah that's a problem however i would go ahead and coordinate everything not including her because Bang. i know that's how me. she is Bang now we can you. make you know what i'm saying we can make adjustments coming, listen you. what did my notes say listen. i had two points and one of them was she wasn't invited she was not invited <laughs> We can make adjustments Seriously. at the end. Seriously. I'm not messing up my 50th no. birthday. That's the one time you turn 50. You don't get that again. And mm-hmm. I, my other friends are ready. And they want the experience. I'm right. not going to let you ruin that mm-hmm. for everybody else. So, no, I'm not going to be mad at her as a friend. Treat her like a bad friend because you knew how she was. Mm-hmm. You already knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, like hey, we all go- what are y'all doing for your birthday? Bitch, I'm going on vacation and you know your ass can't go. <laughs> because you never have the money. <laughs> I think that um, it's just the expectations that people have for themselves, mm-hmm. but also the expectations that you have for your friends, that you have for people in general. I know for myself, I was just talking to my mom about this the other day. I'm hard on myself and I'm hard on the people that I love. 
I am. And I can come off abrasive and very aggressive when I'm passionate about something. And, but know that if you knew me, I'm just as hard on myself. It's not, nobody gets a pass. And so with that being said, that friend wouldn't be invited. But what pisses me off about those types of people, since we're using that scenario, is that you you put it out there that you're going that you want to be a part of this thing and then you get pissed when i don't invite you to the next event but why though why are you mad bro i already knew but how how am i a bad friend when i'm counting your chips because out of the 10 years that i've known you you never have any to go so So you're trying to tell me on this one time i'm just supposed to be like hey y'all um you, 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 if you, if you, my homie that we talk about, all four of us going square and you ain't never had no money since we've been friends and I invited you and you, you chopping it up like, oh yeah, girl, I'm coming. And you know, deep down in your little baby heart that you ain't coming. I'm going to be pissed. I am going to be pissed with you because you set me up to put that faith in you. I'm counting on you. Like she said, if you, if, if our chips are divvied, and you talking all this ish like, yeah, girl, I'm going. And then you don't show up. I am going to be pissed. Well, let's take it. Let's take it to another level. So what is it about this friend? Why is it that she never gets her money up to go? Because you have those friends that every time something. Because they like to eat out at work a lot. They single. They single and they like to eat out at work. do that. And they just like to eat out. Or or you have that friend that every time something is going on that is surrounds or involves you or attention on you, then all of a sudden, oh, wow, I don't got, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, but they don't have the money. They're not showing up. But then next week they somewhere you know, boot up or on the trip. With yeah. I've seen else. that too. So I've seen what that kind too. of friend is that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Are you, you mad because it's my time to shine. It's my birthday. I want to celebrate now all of a sudden. I feel oh, like that's just a friend time. that want to be on the scene in the mix trying to see what you doing, but they don't like being up against you because really your competition. Exactly. I feel like that's what kind of that's friend that friend. is. And it's, it's really not a friend. Not a friend. It's a, it's, it's a foe. You, real, you yeah. have to realize that that is not a friend. You know what I'm saying? If it's 10 years and this is going on for 10 years, why are y'all still mm-hmm. acquainted? Why mm-hmm. are we still even communicating? Mm-hmm. Right, and let's flip it. Let's, okay. Let's just another scenario. So you have... A group of friends mm-hmm. who are all turning the same age at one time oh, that's periodically cute. during the year. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. First birthday is extravagant. Everybody goes to that one. Everybody's out. Second birthday, because the person is, again, knowing your friends, the person is not the type to plan something for himself. He's just not that type. Nothing. You get like maybe three texts. That's it. Uh-huh. Mind you, these this is a pinnacle year. You turn in either 35, 25 is a year. Okay. And everybody's turning. So then after that, now everybody else is turning and all these big things are planned and you're getting called. So, cause you're the person that everybody skipped over. Mm-hmm. Everybody just kind of skipped over you. Hmm. And it's like, Hey, so are you going to be there for such and such? You didn't even call me on, on, on mine, but I was at yours. I was at your big event. Mm-hmm. You didn't call me at all. You want me to go to all four of these, but nobody said anything about mine or that I turned. I, I so think, once that happens, mm-hmm. though, they're getting on you because you're not they're attending upset. the other events. Well, because this is a big year for everybody, but it was a big year for me. And, and I'm not making a big deal out of it. I'm not saying anything because I don't, I don't expect that I, I, I'm sure y'all had things, you know, mm-hmm. but 
don't make me feel bad because I can't attend everybody's 50th. So I, I just can't do it. I've done enough. And I at least called. No one said anything to me. So how would you handle that? And how would you define those friends? Well, how vocal have you been about how you celebrate your birthday? Because I have learned over time, if I'm not vocal about things that I want a lot of time, because I'm a go with the flow person. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when people have parties and weddings or whatever, and I get invited, I'm like, yeah, I'll come and support. But a lot of times I don't plan those things for myself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, you have to start being vocal and letting people know that, you know, you like partying, you like having shindigs, you want to do that. So then when that time comes, they will recognize you. Right. On the other hand, you need to make sure that these people are not just shunning you. They just don't want you around because they just accustomed to you being a friend. You've been in this circle for 15 years. Or if it's mm-hmm. one-sided. It, there's a lot of relationships that are one-sided. No I don't care yet. if it's a marriage, a girlfriend, boyfriend relationship, no or friendship. At all. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that... um you know, they don't get reciprocity when it comes to friendships or whatever. You got that, you got those friends. They just expect for you to do for them, show up to their birthday events, um, be there for their baby's christening, weddings. Always, you know, right. But when it comes to excuse, when it comes to you, to you, to you, well, you're too far. Oh, you're the only person. Yes. Oh, you're this. But when it comes to everybody else, Especially when you're not the type to complain because it's not a big deal. You you're the type that you understand. It's like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. So why are you making a big deal out of it for me? You completely ignored me all year. I think that also too, it just depends. Like I said, it depends on the people and it depends on the expectations. And I don't think that people really talk about what they need from one another. Right. That, and it's a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, just like any relationship, any relationship forgets that a friendship, you have to, is a relationship. there are some people, there are some people that are going to come into your life and they're going to be your friends. You don't have to talk to them every day. There are some core people. If you miss something important, if you miss something important in my life, I'm going to be pissed. You, you know who you are to me. You got to know that it's like chess pieces. You know, I'm not going to call my home girl from way back that I haven't really, we haven't even, we ain't that tight anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It's like, know your place. But I think that people don't know their place. They don't know their role. They don't know where they fit at in your life. They still have these big expectations to be, you know, this person in your life, but they know they not being it. You, Mm -hmm. you like, you know who Crystal is to you. You know who she is to you. And so can't nobody else feel that spot, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you got to know who you are. I you know, you, you shouldn't expect that out of people. I don't even care if it's your mama. If y'all ain't even been rocking like that, why are you expecting for me to show up on Mother's Day? Right. For real. Like, I ain't seen you all year. Buying you cards while I was taking you out. Right. You. And, you and you're like, you didn't even, you didn't even call me, but you bruh, you, you didn't even call me. So, you know being clear about what it is that you expect from people expect from people is everything to me. It is. And like I said, there are going to be some people who are going to be close to you, closer to you than others. But like, don't be coming over here trying to rah, rah, rah when we ain't even like that. Right. Let's just be honest. We're playing in baby showers for people. Oh my God. Let me just say this, you guys. Friendship is very important. Friends can become family for you. You lean on those people in the hard times of your life. When you're going through things that are great, they're going to be there to cheer you on and celebrate you. And connection, like real deep kinship with people, like on a deep level is everything. I love it. 
Friendships blossoming is everything. I, it's just a beautiful thing when you have an array of people that just connect. Maybe they've never met each other before in their lives, and then they just, you know, they 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 they, they start clicking and they bonding. That's a beautiful thing. But when you don't have friends, that is a sad life. But then sometimes you need to reevaluate yourself. Some you people do. don't have connections with people, but I think they don't realize that they are toxic. Um, and that's not to it's, say that you're just a bad person. No, for real. You just may have some life experiences. You really have to sit down and have some self-reflection and figure out what is it that is keeping people away from me. My pastor because was talking like, about that. He was like, yo, people who don't have friends, they're weird to me. He was like, I'm not trying to call you up, real. but for real. People if you ain't got one person who know your deepest, darkest, like your emergency contact. Come on. Nobody. nobody? And, and what I'm tired of is people who are excuse my french they are true assholes like you look you really mean and you keep using it though as an excuse to not have friends correct some mean people but they still got friends i'm talking about those people who you mean to tell me is nobody on this exact you need something wrong you do need counseling it's a a deeper it's a difference between being an honest person you just an honest person, straightforward. People like to call that me. I call that somebody that's gonna always tell me the truth, and I can deal with that. I'm a nice, I can deal with somebody person. who just <laughs> gonna tell me what it is. What it is? If it's blue, it's blue. I can't tell you right. that Anything that's the different. color you wanted to be. It's gonna right. be blue. Exactly. But I'm telling you this because I love you. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about those people who just they not nice, nasty. They just nasty, and you like. But then they expect you to take it, and they always use your friendship as you should take it because you're my friend. No, you shouldn't do that right. because you're my friend. And they don't support you. They they don't support right. your but expect you to, to support to them. support them. And that's a big thing with friends. I don't care if it's all four of us doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we can't support each other, that's a problem. That's a problem. Very true. Because when you look down the bread aisle, I see seventeen different thousand types of bread. <laughs> and guess what? They all winning. Yeah. Everybody got their favorite. You Everybody thoroughly, got their marita, favorite. Your wonder bread. You know what I'm saying? So support for friendship to me is really, really important mm-hmm. to have friends that support each other. I don't care if it's the, the little things that you can make it to. Mm-hmm means the most to me right some big things you might not be able to make it to but when you're there in those little bitty situations when i need you when nobody else can be there Mm -hmm. just that little support you can do it Mm -hmm. it's okay Mm -hmm. i think we too have to understand that our friends have lives and responsibilities people have they work they have children Mm -hmm. sick parents sick relatives or i mean even if they're not sick life is just demanding it it really is and and just having a friend that actually understands that you have those circumstances in your life and when you are able to get together let's Mm -hmm. cherish that time Mm -hmm. that you can you know come to a cookout Mm -hmm. a graduation a birthday party cherish that time instead of taking the time to be like well you haven't been here for all the other things that i had going on cherish the moments that y'all can spend together and that's me and my best friend work so well because we're not demanding mm-hmm. of each other. Mm-hmm. Because I sometimes, this is just to be honest, I talk to people all day at work. Right. right? Okay. <laughs> so then, <laughs> then I'm forced to talk to a five-year-old mm-hmm. who has a lot to say in the afternoon. Okay. A different dynamic. Okay. Yeah. And she expects me to understand that she's blah, 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 blah. Yes. And I have to be like, Okay, Maddie, sure. It doesn't change. It doesn't get any better as they age. 
so because you know whatever they saying is so important it is important it is important you girl and i have to ask and now that my daughter is old enough to understand i'm like just give me five minutes please to gather my thoughts Mm -hmm. and then we can talk about what happened during the day because to them it's extra important but to Mm -hmm. me it's it's adolescent things Mm -hmm. it's it's teenage things Mm -hmm. that i'm just like i did this already i've been through this already (laughs) but i have to support you right i know these are things that really do affect your life as a teenager and it teaches you how to be a friend to somebody else right teaches you patience right Mm -hmm. and so so for me i i like my friends okay like okay i don't love you no less but I want to go home <laughs> in my own house, right? In my own space, did I pay right. rent? Right. With no body, body, yeah. In the quiet, mm. Mel is like that too. Piece. We don't demand it. We don't demand each other's time, but we talk. We talk often. We do, and I mean, you would think that she lives in another state, but she lives twenty minutes away. That's a shame, Mel. I just want to let you know, but. <laughs> You know, lives. She she's married. She got kids. She got like a a basketball team. I said it. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to my new my new baby coming. Oh, I really did have a moment, y'all. I really did, but I'm not gonna cry because they gonna talk about me, her and Crystal. So yeah, look, um, you know, you you have to make time for your people. You do. And it's it's not going to, maybe it's not going to always be the time that they want you to. But like you said, if you show up for those little things, I just had a situation with Z, you know, I was able to stop by, you know, she had a little car situation. She's straight now, but she kept asking me the part that I don't like about Z. We could talk about this. Cause since we talk about friendships is, um, I'm giving her my time. She like, oh, you ain't got to be nowhere. I done dropped you off everywhere. Why? No, we sitting here. We talking. Why? Why? She's the type of person she will do for everybody in this room, but she doesn't expect you to do that. And she can't accept it. Accept the blessing. She trying to talk me out of it while I'm giving it. Don't do that. That makes me feel bad. And you might miss out on something. Correct. But it's part of, and it's something I have to work on. Honestly, it's part of prior friendships that I had where you feel like you you do, you're not used to it. It's like in order for you to do something for me, I need to be doing something for you. And now it's a possibility I might not want to do that. You know, it was never a, just a give, you know, and I'm that type of person that just give and I don't expect anything in return, but I haven't had many friends where you didn't look for something in return or I wasn't put in a position that I didn't want to put be put in, but because I felt an obligation, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. Right. So it's weird. And I really, I have been getting that a lot too. Cause even from people at work, because I am, I am naturally like this. Like I've, I'm always, cause Candace said it, she was like Z. Cause they dropped me off at target the other day and they were like, Z, we can come back and pick you up. I'm like, no, it's fine. I can walk. And they're like, why? What is wrong with you? And, and I'm just like, give you a ride. Like, no, why? like you, you don't have to. to we sat down. Know? I came, picked her up. We sat down. We had dinner. She's like, oh, I, can you drop me off at Target? Why? I don't have anywhere to be. Right. Oh, can you take me? Just drop me off at Lowe's. Why? I don't <laughs> have anywhere to be. I can actually just drop you back off at your home. Because you want to be That's where you live. somebody else's time. But, but if I, I told you that it wasn't relate. an issue, why you keep asking me? <laughs> <laughs> I told yeah. you. I can relate to that, though. Mm-hmm. I'd like, I don't like to depend on people, but I will help everybody. But I had to stop doing that because you exhaust, you overexert yourself. Yep. You exhaust yourself. Eventually, you probably start to become bitter about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, resent. let's see. So we touched on... Well, we didn't touch on friends that talk behind your back. We touched on they don't celebrate your wins. 
okay they point out all the negative things about your life yes um they're very very competitive we touched on that Mm -hmm. they're passive aggressive um they always everything revolves around them they're selfish with their time we've been talking about that this is the point they take advantage of you Mm -hmm. and that me and z we share the same sign we're both capricorns and everything that's written about us we should just be the meanest people in the world but it's like it's butterflies weird. and sunshine and rainbows over here and so sunshine. <laughs> we're very giving people but i was a lot like her and i being taken advantage of and she's seen me being taken advantage of to the 20th power you know whether it be family or whatever she knows i have no problem telling anybody no like no problem now i have learned that i've had to take i had to stand up for myself because if not you'll walk you'll walk all over me and then you have these huge expectations of me and it's like when you finally put your foot down and say no it's like it's listen i can't believe she said no why would you say no to me what i asked her for something she ain't my friend you knew your cell phone bill was coming okay and just like you work at your job i work at mine okay listen don't be trying to spend my money don't count my coins it's just, it's crazy. And so, you know, people, especially family, mm-hmm. family can be the worst when it comes to taking advantage mm-hmm. of you. But you have to become selfish at some point and nurture yourself. You when do. You're such a give, 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 give. Um, after a while, you just, you, you break yourself down doing that and you lose yourself. And you, you look up and be like, I have wasted so much time, you know, doing for others where I haven't nurtured. I haven't done anything for myself. I haven't built myself to where mm-hmm. I wanted to be. I should be doing this, this and this, but I'm not there because I'm so busy making sure everybody else is straight. That's yep. real. And you do, like you said, you can become that better person. You're, you get mad at your friends because they expect, but you gave them the ammo to mm-hmm. expect. You, yep. you put yourself in a position that when you say no, it is weird because you continually say yes to them. Mm-hmm. So when no's start coming out your mouth, it's like, hey, what's wrong what? with you? Are you sick? And no, this I'm not is when sick. that friendship transition is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're going to notice how people are slowly going to back away and right. stop uh, coming to ask you for stuff. They're going to stop calling you. They're going to stop talking to you. that's how you know your real friends. Very true. Exactly. And so all of a sudden, the, this it's just going to be a shift mm-hmm. in those who you are associated with yeah. because they're going to see, the, they're going to be like, oh, wait, so my benefits are being cut off. Mm-hmm. What about I codependency and friendships? <sighs> Every move you make, that friend got to make that move too. Oh. <laughs> You know, yeah, I was gonna say, let's, let's get some examples. Yeah, yeah. Every move you make, that friend has to make that move. They're not willing to make a move in their life without you. You know, and I mean, your lives are going to change. You're going to evolve. That You're going to have a baby. You might lose a baby. You might gain a baby. They might move into, you know, you move into a neighborhood. They move to the same neighborhood. You know, Some you got a Kia. They got friends. a Kia. Some people do. Some people Some need people those friends. friends. I don't. I, I am not one of them. Me I don't either. like to be suffocated in friendship. Exactly. I don't either. I don't like to be suffocated in any relationship. Mm-hmm. Suffocation gives you does not thrive well mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. It causes problems. Mm-hmm. It causes okay, like give me space to yeah, clear like my mind and think. Right. I'm mm-hmm. that person that okay, like oh, I'm lovey dovey, give you attention. Oh, da da da. Give me 50 feet. Right. Right. But you do have those friends who they want you to be, they want you 
their boyfriend or their husband to be best friends with your husband and they want you to live right next door to them and your kids are best friends and like i don't necessarily i don't require that right like it works for some people but then you have to remember everybody doesn't click with each other right your husband Mm -hmm. and your best friend's husband they may not click at all Mm -hmm. and that's just something you have to deal with Mm -hmm. like just i mean as long as they're cordial with each other Mm -hmm. i will be grateful for that you yep. know, respect yeah. my relationship and my marriage. We will do the same for you. Mel and I made a pact a long time ago. Like, hey, girl, when I get a man, like, don't don't expect for me to show up because I'm gonna be laid up with him. I mean, that's just real. Like, I don't know why we had those conversations, but we did. I mean, but real. And but so it was like, listen, I'm not gonna be around. That think you left them right. for a man, and they don't notice though. Mm-hmm. This is this is what because I've I've gone through this. You have friends who. When they have a man, they get so missing. Or you will never hear from them. Or you're the third wheel because they want you around all the time. But when you get a man, it's all the complaints oh, in the world. Never I no never time see, for me. You didn't hear nothing from me. Mm-hmm. And you've had a man this whole time. Mm-hmm. It's balanced. This whole time. I'm very no respectful there. of people and their relationships outside mm-hmm. of the friendship. If I hear my best friend's man walking out, I'm like, oh, okay. All right, girl, spend time with your family. I'll talk mm-hmm. to you later. Exactly. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Because what we're talking about is trivial anyway. Like, it ain't, you know, it ain't nothing I we mean, can't pick up tomorrow. It. You when know? or your marriage is new that is a time where you should yes. be put in time right. and yes. nurture in that situation anyway because yes. when y'all get to that 10 or 15 year mark it's probably gonna be like oh girl he at the house okay i will see him when i get there i mean i'm gonna need for you to still be my friend so when i'm you exactly know, ready to come and have some me time i can just come and do i'm respectful of that though i mean even with tiara she we was on the phone and we was talking about one of our co-workers and so she went to the daycare to go pick up her baby and then i heard these little children in the bed like i said bye girl i don't even even know if you heard me when i said that okay i was like all right bye i just go go be with your daughter you know just be respectful of people in their time especially with children because you don't listen they don't care that you're on the phone they don't oh no they want all of your attention because my daughter will ignore me we could be sitting in the room with each other and she will not say a word. But mm-hmm. if my phone rings, we she has all types of questions, conversations. <laughs> I remember what happened last week. Mom, what are you cooking tonight? Who are you talking to? Who is that? That's funny. I'm like, homie, we, you that's, weren't even talking to me five minutes ago. That's you that's have my nothing daughter. to say to me. Get on out of here. She <laughs> did the same thing, especially when I go to bake. Mm. She got like this. That's because she wants to help. Yeah, uh, it's not no. even help. It's always like well, she wants your attention. You mm-hmm. didn't do that for me, right? <laughs> or you didn't make that for me. Or my mommy doesn't spend time with me because she's always making other people's stuff. What about <laughs> the? They make you feel so guilty. What about the person who's always inviting you somewhere and then they leave you alone by yourself once they get there to the joint? I've had that happen to me like once. Yeah, they they think of you as an accessory. So it's like, oh, girl, come on, we're going to go to this bomb freaking party during homecoming. I done gone over there and made me a whole new clique without Thank you. you. And then I leave you once we get to the party. And you just fending for yourself for the rest of the night. And I'm over here like, "Ah, ah, I'm a firm firm believer of everybody's grown. And you can go and you know you can mingle, you can mingle. but but we we came together. We need to leave Usually, together. Usually, that's you that's that's my I, rule you too. You know the problem I really see that happen is when you go out somewhere and somebody they like a guy or something shows up mm. and they just forget all about. Oh man, oh my God, Greg is mm-hmm. girl. I've been waiting to see him all yeah. night. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be over here. I'm gonna see how he doing. Yeah. And you don't see them for the rest of the evening. Or maybe she left with him. But and she's like, oh girl, I'm about to leave. In a situation like that, just give me a memo. 
Just say, hey, you know, if we can talk about this, and I do, I love that about Crystal. We have these conversations before we walk out the door. Mm -hmm. If that's the way the night's going to go, I already know that if you see so-and-so, I'm on my own for the night, and then I can leave. Mm -hmm. I ain't got to stay. Mm -hmm. But to to get into a situation, I think the not knowing is what irritates you. Mm -hmm. If I'm coming to a situation and I don't know you're going to do that, that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. But if I knew three hours before we left the house, I'm cool. I'm right. Gucci. I knew that this was going to happen. If that's what's going to happen, I'll bring somebody else so right. I can exactly. talk to. We'll be sitting there looking crazy. Party. I have somebody that I can hang out with because we already know, mind you, even if that the third party comes, you cool with them too. So all three of us can hang out. And if right. you leave, you got the two of us and we can go about I mean, our business. Let's keep it real. When you're out at parties or clubs or lounges, it's, and sometimes meeting or connecting with other people is difficult, especially it, yeah. women and a lot of times, especially black women. Right. Because we are... We have catty, some issues, We have man. issues. We have added... Like, we like, who's that? I don't know. Right. Meanwhile, I'm over here talking to trees and stuff. Like I'm making friends with anything. That part. You know? <laughs> so everybody is not like that though. Everybody's mm -hmm. just not open to be social with everybody. Mm -hmm. So that would really piss me off. Yeah. Like I'd be like, okay, so this is the third time you've done that. Don't ask me to go anywhere else <laughs> with you because it's not happening. Not but only that, home. especially if you didn't want to go. Right. Okay. That part. Because let me tell you, these. I'm 37. And sometimes when you talk about. You look about good, going, girl. You look good. You look good. I be drinking water. Yes. But. <laughs> No makeup. She natural, y'all. Let me tell y'all, thirty-seven, and somebody be like, "Oh, we going out." It's like a, it's almost like a chore. Yes, I yeah. gotta have the right shoes. I gotta have something to wear. I gotta make sure that earlier that day, I didn't overexert myself mm -hmm. so I can actually stay up to that and part. drive home after <laughs> I get drunk. And that's if the I mean, party is if the party That's if the party is lit. You know what I'm saying? And don't let me do all of that. And I had a super cute outfit. I could have worn something else. And I get there and there's 10 people in there. <laughs> and they all related. They came together. <laughs> Man, I could have saved this outfit for something Listen, else. Listen. Don't home. take no pictures. No pictures. again. No pictures. I'll no tell pictures. you how many times I'll be like, oh, yes. no, put that phone down. Okay. Because I'm wearing this again. <laughs> What about the liar or the person who enjoys drama? I think they're both tied together. I feel like they're both tied together. You know, those people, they always got a horrible story. It's always something overly dramatic going on. Well, girl, you know, can I borrow $200 for my light bill, no. girl? Because I was robbed, girl. Craig, you remember Craig? We used to go together, girl. He broke in here. Yeah, it's been four years since I seen him. But he broke in here and he he stole my light bill money. Can I borrow two hundred dollars from you? No, your license is gonna be off. Because... <laughs> <laughs> you, you got some because candles. Because I cannot believe. So, okay. so honey, this your first time missing payment? You got one more month. Listen, <laughs> I was about to say, hey, you you might have three. Ask them for that payment arrangement. Okay. And, and, if, it's the, and if it's the winter time, they probably gonna look out for you because it's cold. Listen, right. you are not in New Jersey. Okay. Again, they will hear though. <laughs> no, they'll search you. Yeah, you right. They'll search Jersey, you off. No, Jersey will leave you on yeah. until you owe them two thousand dollars. Jersey because <laughs> it's cold up there. But down here, then they'll shut you off when, when the warm weather comes in. Yeah, we can we can leave them out now. They'll yeah. never get those lights. Right? Stop, North stop, Carolina stop, don't care. Out. They will be outside hitting switches. It could be Stupid. ten degrees outside, and they will I cut your lights it. off. Stupid. No, but. Again, that's when I go back to knowing your friends. You knew that person was like that in the first couple of months of being friends with them. Mm -hmm. And that's when you should have decided if you could deal with it or not. After 10 years, you already know. And 
if you are friends with that person, you could say, stop lying. You spent the money. Do you need the two or not? Because That's what it. I'm not going to do, I don't need you, you to give play me these no, games no with crap. You. And mm-hmm. don't lie to me, me about the exactly. fact that you can't pay me back. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I have learned, especially Girl. From, you know, yes. that you do not lend out money that you, you don't need back. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, if you're going to let someone borrow it, don't let it be something that you desperately need back. Because exactly. if you don't get it, that's an issue. That, you me, ever notice that they blowing you down the day that they need the money? Okay. But if they borrow something from and you, I hate that. You're not even answering the phone. You like, hello, is my phone on? I'm, I'm I ain't, oh, I ain't missed no calls. I'm oh. next to you at the stoplight, though. No and I see calls. you do this and put your phone back down. I, I know calls. you calling you, girl. No. And I've said this. I've said this to relatives. I've said this to, to people, my family and friends. Look, it is not it is not a problem when you need to borrow something. It's right. not. I've I've had to call Veronica out of the blue and say, "Hey, can you lend me a hundred dollars until next week, or can you lend me a hundred dollars until tomorrow?" Guess what? Right? Z is always like, she do stuff. If she gonna borrow money, it's always like, "Hey, can I borrow money for ten hours? I'm gonna cash app it right back it right back to you." And then she cash app it in like eight hours. I'm like, what was the point of you even borrowing the money? But I'll explain. Listen, I'll explain why. You see why I do that. See, most people, when let's let's use an electricity bill, right? You needed to pay that electricity bill on Monday. I'm going to borrow that money on Monday because it's only fifty dollars, right? And then I get paid on Tuesday. I'm gonna give it right back to you. You got some people who see that and it's like, oh, you know, it's due on Monday. Now they're not about to cut me off. I'm good. So now you wait and you wait and three months done pass. Now the bill is. (laughs) Four hundred dollars, and now I'm calling Veronica. For hey, can they, I borrow four? When you could have borrowed the fifty mm-hmm, that Monday that and gave that back. That's like, smart. You aren't thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People don't think. Right. You wait to the last minute mm-hmm. when you knew Priority. when it was something that was feasible. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a feasible amount. Some borrowing fifty dollars from somebody and borrowing four hundred mm-hmm. is two entirely different things. It is. Had you borrowed top the 50, of that, you'd have been in a better way. The people that are asking to borrow money they're usually asking to borrow money from people who have circumstances like multiple children mm-hmm. mm. you know car note house and i'm like so and then I'm people ask you for money a lot brooke i'm not not okay it has happened okay. but my thing is the unmitigated goal for you to show like you you out here you just came from out of town you know what i'm saying you hanging out with your boo all the time you got on something new i'm over here i got three kids I'm making my ends meet and doing what I need to do for my family, but you want to come up to me talking about can I borrow one hundred and fifty dollars? <laughs> Let me tell you what you need to do. Right. Return the boots you just bought. You better that get part. on um, what's that Poshmark straight <laughs> up, and you better sell some of them shoes and stuff that you just got because your priorities are obviously out of order. Right, and I can tell they're out of order because you're not considering mine when you're coming to ask me for that amount of money, mm-hmm. and you know what my responsibilities. But are. they expect you to be that type of friend. And that's where I'm talking about, like, the the level of friendship and how long y'all been friends. Y'all been friends for so long. And even though you've had changes in your life, they expect you to still be that same friend. Right. Hey, I can't be that friend that I was when we was 19 and I could just blow and give you $100. And throw caution and to the wind. I do want to point this out. Just mm-hmm. because I'm single 
because that's another thing. You that got friends part. that are single. Listen. And you got friends that are married. Just because I'm single, you think that my income is open to you. Because Thank I don't you. have any kids. Oh I don't give a damn if I don't have any Thank kids. You. My money is my money and it's not to give to you. Thank you don't know what I'm spending my money on. You don't know People what I'm spending love to judge. And I hate that. Or, or you think that I don't have anything to do. Right. Just because I'm single does not mean that I'm not busy. Correct. It doesn't mean that I'm not doing something. So right. don't make an assumption. You know, they make an assumption. It's bad enough the government makes the assumption because single that I don't need my retired. money just because I'm married and we don't have any no kids. Children. So they coming and for you. They want that death. money. Text me to death for something I ain't gonna never see. Yeah, I need money that I'm just never gonna touch. Exactly. I already got the government. I don't need other people judging me. You're right. I don't have any children, but that doesn't mean I don't have bills and other things. Student loans is real, and they really need to be paid because they're gonna come for you. Are there any key points that you would like to make before we let everyone go about um, being choosy when it comes to their friendships? I would say just take the time to evaluate and pay attention to your friends and make sure that the ones that you're keeping around you are actually real and true friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't let someone take advantage of you. Don't look up and be like, why have we been friends for this long? You haven't added any value to my life and I haven't been able to add any value to yours because Mm. you're toxic. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just pay attention, be aware and don't be so you know, eager to have a friend that you just accepting anybody in your circle. How do you break ties for somebody like that, though? You know, that is something we probably should have touched on it's real deep. Because slowly. That is hard. It's yeah, slowly. That is a it's, hard it's, thing it's to a do. process. It's a process. It's almost like um, gel polish. You slowly remove it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> you need some acetone. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly remove it. But you, know like, right. you, right. you know what? You know what? Before, you know what I'm saying? You are right, though. It is slow. Like, it's, it's a slow process. It's a slow process. But little by little. You just let it die out. And yeah. you let the flame you guys die will out. Stop. Like, mm-hmm. phone calls will stop. They'll stop inviting you to mm-hmm. stuff. You'll mm-hmm. stop inviting them to stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you just will become acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And it's easy when you move. So, when you do things <laughs> like that. When you really okay. When you do things like that and then Y'all you can't see the much. people anyway. Y'all are too much. You can you can actually slowly remove them from your life. Mm-hmm. You know? well, let's just alleviate even getting to that point. And y'all, we're going to call this the Veronica method. So let's just touch on Veronica for a little bit. <laughs> when um, we became acquainted with her at work, she was like, hey, how y'all doing? I'm Veronica. And that was it. Veronica <laughs> is going to give you time to show yourself and the true person that you are. And then if she feels like you know you are a true person, you have she a good like, heart. Hey, and it's like, hey, how you doing? Now she in your space. So you can always use the Veronica method and give people time to I, show themselves. Well, let me tell you this. I have graduated <laughs> to that, okay? Because I was not always like that. She wasn't because when I okay. met her, she was too much. I was like, hey, you want to be my friend? You want to play with me? And I'm like, And no. she was like, Sure. No. <laughs> Why are you talking to me? <laughs> we sat in the cube together and Z was all about, hey, I only have one friend in my life. I'm good with her. And then oh, so she started team. calling me every day. And then she I, I somehow got bumped up a level and she was like, you know, y'all my only two friends. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm her friend. And then now she got 800 friends. And now she like, Hand well, y'all know. Hand clap for growth. Though. Y'all know I really, y'all know y'all my only friends. Y'all know I don't really mess with people like that. Girl, she know everybody, you know. So um, 
I've graduated to that, you guys. Like, um, I've always been open and bubbly and I love people, but at the same time, I've had to learn how to guard my heart because I've been let down a lot when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, letting people in and I'll give you my whole story up front. That's just, you know, because God allowed me to be here. So I'm just really thankful about that. I'll tell anybody, you know, I'll tell them all my business. I'm just like that, but that's just me being open, an open book, but I've had to learn how to just say, Hey, you have to be careful about that. Cause so instead it's of revealing yourself. To yes. Others, it's yeah. Let them reveal their hearts first. And then you can see if they're, you know, if, if, if they're mature enough to handle all of that, because you know, it's, it's important for you to guard yourself too, because you know, everybody just ain't supposed to be up in your space. Mm-hmm. You some know? people is supposed to be in your, your life for a lifetime. There's some people that's supposed to be in your life oh, for a season. Right. Tyler Perry speaking. I think it's, it is. it's a reason you're supposed to anybody who touches your life. I believe it's a reason they touch your life. First. You just need to make sure you don't mistake that lifetime for that season. Correct. And because mm. a lot of times we do it with with um, romantic relationships. Yes, we do. Yes, we do it yes, with um, yes. just our personal friendships. Sometimes you'll mistake somebody. You having so much fun. You think, no, that person wasn't supposed to be Girl. here. Girl. You right. were supposed to take what you learned from them and you were supposed to move on. And then they or, show you their true colors. Exactly. And then you like, but, okay. but at the end of the day, when I think back about those broken relationships, those broken friendships, they really were showing me who they were all yeah, along. We just the whole believing them. We and I was just like. Turning a blind eye to it. Really just turning a blind eye. Because we enjoy some of the surface we do of relationships, friends with benefits, friendships. We look at the, oh, but I have fun when I'm with out that with that person. Them. Yes. You know, but we're not looking at the in-depth, like, mm-hmm. their attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How they treat mm-hmm. others. Relationships they have with others. How they treat you, period. How they treat you, period. High, lows, all of it. And like with the drama and the lying and stuff like that, they may not be lying to you, but when you catch them lying to other people, you know, you next on the list. So you, you it's like, from it's, being number one. Thank you. Want to be lied to, thank so. you. So just be careful about the people that you choose to have around you and who you, who you choose to share things with. And I think if you keep those things at the forefront, you should be fine and you won't have to fight nobody outside in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And please remember time does not make, car. A friendship just because somebody's been your friend for the last 20 years, please don't let them keep using that to keep the negativity in your to life. keep you there, to keep you to there because yeah. a lot of people hold on to the idea of what that friendship may be. But guess what? You guys may grow apart, your lives may change, mm-hmm. things happen. Don't and be if you scared of the new, together. there you go. Don't I be scared we have of the a new. real issue with new things. I'm sorry, no. Um, I think we're so scared of new things. I hear people that are still in relationships or they're going back to their ex. Girl. Like, I got to start this process all the way over again. So like, what? So mm. you're going to stay in the toxic situation because you're and afraid be to walk in a new. Because you're familiar with that because you know what to expect from that person. But no, I, I think always tell people God, it's a crippling way to it think. Is. And I'm like, God is not going to bless you with greater if you're still with somebody that's going to keep you. Nope. Th- like they're going to continue to be toxic and always make an issue in your life. You can't expect greater. You can't move on to bigger things. Drama. You can't get rid of that baggage. Let it go. Drama. All right, you guys. We love you. Stay tuned. We're out.